Welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooks Herbis and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all too confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, I'm walking you through exactly what I'm doing to get myself ready for my wedding next month. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes and let's dive in. Hello, Sweat Simple Squad. If you guys did not know, I got engaged last February 2022, and somehow the wedding is already here. I'm getting married in July, so we're about 50 days-ish, I'm really bad at counting, away from the wedding day. Uh, So a couple weeks ago, I actually created a reel just kind of breaking down the things that I've been doing to get myself ready for my wedding, and I got a lot of DMs asking for more on this, why I was doing the things that I was doing. So I wanted to create this podcast episode to really give you guys a deep dive into not only my habits for the wedding, but truly just my habits overall as an online personal trainer and nutrition coach. Uh, My whole goal leading up to my wedding is just to feel good. I don't want to lose weight. Um, That is something that I did, you know, five, six years ago when I started my fitness journey. And because I did it in a sustainable way, I don't feel the need to lose any more weight. And I also want to remind you guys of that. Like if there are any brides listening, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to like look like this absolute best version of yourself on the on your wedding day. And that doesn't need to include weight loss. You don't have to lose weight for your wedding. But something that is really important to me is feeling really confident and just feeling like really good energy wise. So it's really important to me that leading up to the wedding, even though I'm feeling, I might be feeling like stressed or overwhelmed, I'm still prioritizing these things that I know make me feel really good. I also do want to make sure that I maintain my weight. Like I said, I'm really happy with where my body is right now. I feel really confident in my clothes and my wedding dress, and I want to make sure that I keep that. So these are the things that I've been doing, not only just since I got engaged, but like truly since I lost weight in the first place to keep my energy levels high, to not feel bloated, and to just overall feel really good. Spoiler spoiler alert, if you're not a bride or, you know, nowhere involved in wedding planning or getting ready for a wedding or anything, these strategies are still going to be useful and beneficial for you. Because like I said, these are the habits that I keep up all the time, not just through this period that I've been engaged, but like truly these are the habits that I've had the last five years. Um, Some I have added since I first started my fitness journey, but these are the habits that I continue to keep up just to keep myself in that spot of yes, maintaining my weight, but also just feeling really good. Let's dive in. I've got about seven habits here that I'm going to be diving into deeper Um, so let's just get right into it. The first habit that I'm keeping up is strength training. And currently I'm strength training four days a week. I really recommend three to four days of strength training a week. Um, and really recommend that being the bulk, the foundation of your program. Currently I'm doing a four day a week split. I do lower upper rest, lower upper. That's what works best for me. You really want at least 48 hours in between working each muscle group to really allow your muscles to recover before working them again. So that four day week split is what I prefer. 
I also am following a program. Typically, I do work with a coach right now. I'm just programming my own workouts, mostly because, again, I don't have like a specific goal that I'm trying to hit right now. I'm just trying to maintain this habit. So I've been programming my own workouts, but I do have a program that I'm doing every time I'm in the gym. It is a four-week program. I do the same sets of exercises over that four-week period. I increase weight over those four weeks. Um, I make sure the exercises are becoming more difficult, but I am following a program. That is how I'm able to continue to build muscle um, and really just stay consistent. Following a program and making strength training the bulk and the foundation of your training is so key. On top of that, I prioritize these workouts even when I really don't feel like it because working out helps me feel my best and it does help me relieve stress. I like to do my workouts in the morning. I feel like it is a really good way to start my day to fill up my own cup before I really help anyone else. And it is really just my favorite way to start the day to make sure that I'm starting with high energy, a little bit of a stress reliever, and just really getting that time for myself before I dive into the rest of the day and helping everyone else. The second thing that I do is I make sure to get 10,000 steps a day. I worked up to this. Uh, I do sit at my desk most of the day. And before I was a fitness coach, I worked an office job. And it is really freaking difficult to get more than like, honestly, even 5,000 steps a day when you are sitting at your desk all day. So you do have to be a lot more strategic about it. But maintaining those 10K steps a day really makes it a lot easier for me to maintain my weight. Plus it helps me get in additional cardio, which is really key. So strength training is always going to be the foundation of my training, but I do like to make sure I'm getting my steps in um, for yes, cardio, but also just to help me maintain my weight a little bit easier. Uh, so I, like I said, I worked up to this. Um, I started at like 5,000 steps a day and then I just tried to get 6,000 steps a day and then I went up to 8,000 steps a day. And then recently this past year, my goal was really to get up to that 10K steps a day. So that's where I've been at for about a year now. That's what makes me feel really good. And the best way I do this is one, I get my mileage a day every day right after my workout. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that mileish a day just means walk about a mile. It can be a little bit more, a little bit less, but just get out and move your body for about a mile. So I do that every morning after my workout. Uh, and then I have a walking pad. So while I'm working uh, at my desk, I am walking a lot of the times for like 20 to 40 minute increments. Um, if you have a desk job, highly recommend getting a walking pad. It makes it a lot easier to get your steps in. I know that that can be an investment for some people or some people have, uh, you know, jobs where you're on camera all day. So if a walking pad isn't available or isn't like a good option for you, I would just like set timers on your phone and make sure that you're getting up every hour, taking a lap around your house, uh, just really getting intentional to get those steps in. So, so far, We've got my strength training, we've got my steps, um, and I do want to note that on the weekends, I don't always get up to 10K. I typically get closer to 7K depending on what I'm doing. I do like to give myself a little bit more of like a break um, on the weekends, just makes it easier for me to maintain these habits through the week, um, but I, I'm just not like a total couch potato on the weekends. I still strive for like at least 7K, which again is pretty doable by starting your day with a walk and then, you know, maybe getting like one other walk in throughout the day. But strength training, 10K steps a day, 
The third thing that I do is I get over 100 grams of protein a day. Uh, typically, I'm closer to like 120, 130, but I prioritize the heck out of protein. And the reason I do this is this helps me make sure that I'm eating really nutrient-dense foods. I don't personally count calories anymore. Um, I counted calories for years while I was losing weight. I have a really good understanding of what proper portion size looks like, what types of foods I need to be eating in order to maintain my weight. And one of the ways that I do that and I'm able to maintain my weight without counting calories is by making sure that I'm prioritizing protein. So I'm not currently tracking protein either, but I know again, through years of tracking that based off the things I eat every day, I'm getting at least hundred grams of protein every single day. The way that I do that is I make protein the star of every single meal. I have protein at breakfast. I have protein at lunch. I have protein at dinner. And typically my snacks are also protein based. Um, again, protein is a really nutrient dense food. It's going to keep you full for longer. Um, and making like, you know, a solid quarter or more of your plate protein makes it harder to fit in some of those like less nutrient dense foods that don't leave me feeling as good and would make it harder to maintain my weight. So I make sure that I get a hundred grams of protein a day, um, very manageable. So make sure you are prioritizing protein. The next way that, that I like make sure that I'm prioritizing nutrient dense filling foods and building balanced plates, even without counting calories, is by also prioritizing fiber. So the fourth habit that I've been doing is shooting for at least 25 grams of fiber a day. That means I'm eating lots of fruit, lots of vegetables. For me, I really like avocado, so I'm eating a lot of avocado. But again, it is really hard to hit a protein and a fiber goal if you're filling your day with not nutrient dense foods like so think of things like you know cheese it's and pretzels and pizza of course those foods can absolutely fit and i do eat those foods on a regular regular basis but in order to easily maintain your weight without counting calories and in order to keep my energy levels high it's really important to me that most of the foods i'm eating are very nutrient dense foods this becomes easier to do when you're prioritizing things like protein and fiber so right now we've got strength training, we've got 10K steps a day, we've got prioritizing protein, we've got 25 grams of fiber a day. The fifth habit that I've been focusing on is getting eight hours of sleep a night. Sleep is so underrated. Sleep is so important for so many different reasons. It really helps your immune system, it helps your hunger hormones. So if you find that you're constantly hungry, look at your sleep. It might be that you're not sleeping enough. So your hunger hormones are all out of whack and you're going to experience more cravings and have a harder time feeling full. Sleep helps you focus more. Sleep is like truly the key and the foundation for everything. So there are some days where I can't get in a workout. There are some days where I don't eat as nutrient dense, but I will always try to get eight hours of sleep a night whenever I can. Even if I've, you know, had a night out, even if I'm traveling, whatever it is, even if I can't get the rest of these things in, sleep is like the number one thing that I really try hard not to let go. Um, and I think people really undervalue sleep and how much it's like truly impacting your fat loss, your energy levels, your focus. So I just really want to reiterate that sleep is so key here for both losing weight, but also maintaining your weight and just making a healthier lifestyle feel a lot easier overall. 
all. So I'm prioritizing eight hours of sleep a night. I would recommend if they used to say seven to eight, now they're really saying closer to eight to nine hours of sleep a night for all the like really amazing benefits. So I personally strive for eight. Um, and then the sixth habit that I do, some of you guys aren't going to like this, is I limit alcohol to zero to two times a week. Uh, this is a big change from when I was like 23 years old and drinking like four or five nights a week. But I've noticed that by doing this, I feel a lot better. I sleep better because unfortunately, alcohol, even like one glass of wine really impacts your sleep. You're not getting full restful sleep, which is impacting everything else the next day. I also just have, again, more focus. I have more energy. My cravings are more in control. And I just like truly feel so much better when I don't drink as much. Um, and if you're saying like, well, that I could never do that. Like I love my nightly glass of wine. Many of my online coaching clients, when they came to work with me, were having a nightly glass of wine. And through our time working together, they realized that that isn't really a big priority for them anymore. And because they wanted to get most of their calories from food, they slowly started shifting away and having a little bit less alcohol. And then they realized that when they did go back to that old habit of having like a glass of wine more frequently, they didn't feel as good and they didn't like that. And now they're really only drinking alcohol similarly to like how I am on special occasions. So really look at your alcohol intake and see if that's an area that you could cut back in. I will say like this isn't always possible. I can't always stick to that zero to two times a week. I've had a lot of bachelorette parties, birthdays, and weddings. And for me personally, those are instances where I still am going to drink, but I just try to stick to this as often as I can. Uh, that is really the key part of all of these habits. It's not being perfect with them. Social events will pop up. Life will pop up, but it's about improving your habits overall. So right now for me, zero to two times a week is a heck of a lot better than what I was doing three, four, five, seven years ago. So I'm going to take it. If there's weeks where I drink three nights a week, uh, you know, that happens. That's still better than when I was doing three nights a week consistently four years ago. So, you know, zero to two times a week is what works for me. Find what works best for you um, and just kind of start exploring your relationship with alcohol. The seventh to last habit is to eat at home as much as possible. Again, I know this is not a very fun one, but it truly does make a difference. Um, of course, you can go out to eat while losing weight. I want you to be able to go out and enjoy special dinners and, you know, dinners out in general. I know that's fun to do, but the reality is you can't control the calories in food when you go out to eat, which is totally fine. That's fine once in a while, but it is going to impact your progress if this is something you're doing on a regular basis. Like restaurant food is pretty packed with salt and oil and the portion sizes are really big. This can make it really difficult to control how much you're eating. You are going to have a much better idea of how many calories you're consuming if you are making the meals. Again, this is not to say like never go out to eat. I want you to be able to enjoy yourself, but if going out to eat four, five, six times a week is currently part of your routine and you're frustrated with your progress, I would reassess that and I would try to make more meals at home. 
for me, the biggest area that I changed this when I was trying to lose weight was the weekends. I was pretty good about not eating out during the week, but I was eating out most of my meals over the weekend. When I shifted that to eating breakfast and lunch at least one meal a day the weekend at home, that made such a big difference. So now I really only eat out like one to three times a week. I feel like I have a much better sense of what I'm eating. I'm eating a lot more nutrient-dense foods. My portion sizes are better. And I just am able to keep my energy up a lot more. So seventh and last habit, eat at home as much as possible. So to wrap it up, we've got strength training four times a week, getting 10K steps a day, getting over 100 grams of protein a day, eating 25 grams of fiber a day, getting eight hours of sleep, limiting alcohol to zero to two times a week, and eating at home as much as possible. Uh, Now, if this sounds like a lot, it's because it definitely kind of is. Um, And it, it can take a lot of like work and effort to maintain your health. Uh, That doesn't mean it's not worth the effort. And that doesn't mean that it can't feel easier over time. Like, to be honest, I've been doing most of these things for five years now. This doesn't really feel like work for me. All of these habits are really ingrained in my life. I just get up. I'm able to stick to it. I don't have to use much like self-control or willpower to make these decisions or make myself stick to it. It's really routine and it's really ingrained in my life, similar to like getting up in the morning and brushing my teeth. And you can get to that point too. If you're brand new to this though, do not start with all seven of these things. That's going to feel overwhelming and you're just not going to feel as successful. Pick one to two of these things to start with and start there. Build a really solid habit around one to two things and then add another and then add another and then add one more. Like just get a really solid foundation going first and then you can start to add more habits. But I want this to feel manageable. I want you to feel successful doing it so that you're keeping it up with it for a lot longer. And if you can do that, if you can build habits and build routines around these things, eventually it's not going to feel as hard and it's not going to feel like work. You're going to be able to get to a point where it feels just as routine for you as it does for me. I've seen it happen for so many of my online coaching clients, which is how I know for sure that you can get to that point too. I also want to remind you that none of those habits that I listed are special or magical. I didn't talk about supplements. I didn't talk about detoxes. I didn't talk about products you need to buy uh, because all of that is not necessary to lose or maintain weight loss. Like the true foundational habits that I listed are key. And I do these things even when I'm not prepping for a wedding. Like these are just the really solid habits that I used to lose weight five years ago. And now they're the habits that I still keep up to maintain my weight loss. And this is why focusing on weight loss in a sustainable way can be so beneficial is because rather than going for a quick fix and just cutting out carbs or trying to take a pill or whatever it is, you're truly building habits that are going to allow you to maintain your weight loss forever. It's all about habit building. It's all about changing your behavior. It's all about improving your relationship with food so that you're able to keep these habits up long term and eventually have them so routine, so easy that this just feels like life and it doesn't feel like work anymore. 
that wraps it up for this episode of the sweat simple podcast as always thank you guys so much for listening and being here i really appreciate when you guys shoot me a dm letting me know how helpful an episode was when you share it on your stories but really just thank you guys so much for being here i hope you have a great rest of your week and i'll talk to you soon Thank you.